Well, good morning and welcome to the Team Glacken Monday Morning Motivational Call. This is Senior Master Coordinator Jennifer Glacken. I'm going to be your moderator and host for this morning's call. Every single week we come together to get our business off on the right foot. This is one of the places that we stay plugged in and we stay connected to our Shackley businesses. When you think about a corporate job, and you you guys have heard me say this 101 times, I try to say it different every time we're on this call, but when you're in a corporate job, you have to meet certain requirements. You have to stay focused on the job. You have to be accountable. And if you're not, you can lose your job. You cannot get paid. Well, in Shackley, there's a beauty and a challenge, I guess, with the fact that we are entrepreneurs and we own our own business. The challenge is that we have to motivate ourselves. We have to keep our head in the game. We've got to remember our business. We've got to plan, hold ourselves accountable, all of those pieces. And sometimes it's just easier not to do it, and it's easy to get distracted. So that's why we stay plugged into calls like this and the call that we have on Saturdays, and, of course, going to major events like our global conference at the end of this month and any other events that you're able to go to. It just helps you to stay connected and stay plugged in. So we do different topics on this call, and because it's an interactive call, we get a chance to discuss. And so the topics are either business topics, product topics, personal development topics, And today's a little bit of a business and a personal development topic. We're going to talk about why sometimes our plans don't actually happen. So I'm sure everybody on this call, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure everybody on this call has at some point or another had a goal that you've set for yourself, and you don't make it. You don't achieve it. You set the goal. You've got this great plan in your head, and it doesn't actually happen. And so what we're going to talk about today is why doesn't it happen or, you know, some of those challenges that we've had around why it doesn't happen, and then how to make those plans happen. So hopefully that sounds like a topic that's going to motivate and inspire everybody to to kick some butt this week. Excuse my French. I guess that's not really French, but you know what I mean. Um, So why don't we talk first about what are some of the challenges that you've had making a plan actually happen? For those of you who are willing to be vulnerable on this call here, what's sort of gotten in your way of making something happen? Maybe I'm speaking to the wrong group. Maybe all of you have reached every single one of your goals that you've ever set for yourself. (laughs) Hey, Jennifer, it's Laureen. Hey there. Um, I think one of the challenges for me is I, I tend to make goals that I, you know, I feel like I'll, I put the action in behind, uh, to accomplish, but of course, this is a it's a team effort on some level. Of course, you don't depend on everyone. You know, you you still have to keep sponsoring and things like that until you find the people that are going to be running with you. But I think I tend to one of the challenges is I tend to look at things completely on the positive side, like oh, everybody's going to make their goals, and then they don't, and I don't factor in that piece. Mm-hmm. I don't factor in that not everybody's going to do uh, do or even set a goal. And I, I, right. don't know, I don't know. Yeah, so I think that's one of my challenges. And I'm starting to look well, at things between you and, and uh, you know, helping me to see things more realistically from a business perspective. So I think one of the challenges is getting more realistic for me. I think it is um, a challenge, especially in this type of a business, because it doesn't all count or depend on us. 
And yet, if we're going to make a goal and we're going to actually achieve a goal, we have to factor that piece in, don't we? We've got to factor that human factor in. We've got to be able to look at our team and say, okay, you know, this person here never sets a goal. Why would I think they're going to set a goal this month? Or you maybe have this person over here who runs really fast and hard and they always hit their numbers and, and beyond. And you say, okay, I can really count on this person over here. And so that's a piece of learning this business and from a leadership perspective, really learning how to factor that into our own goal setting. But you're absolutely right. I think that's a challenge for all of us in this business, Lorraine. So thanks for sharing that. Thank you. Who else would like to add some of the challenges that maybe have held you back from reaching your goals? Uh, this is Jane. Linda and I were just talking and thinking that it's, uh, things always take longer than we allow for it to. Mm. Talk about that a little bit more. So what do, what do you mean by that? Well, you think um, that you can uh, move forward maybe in a <clears throat> in a systematic way, and then uh, a day falls apart, and then interruptions come, or you know, I guess that's part of it. A good example would be we are uh, working on uh, putting together our own website as a kind of an intro into the Shackley world. And uh, <laughs> it's amazing what we don't know. And, and things have just um, slowed us down and backed us up. And, you know, we, we are persistent. Uh, so that's great. But what we thought we could get done in a day um, has taken a week um, in terms of because we are learning the process. Hmm. Yeah, so there's some pieces that are out of our control, right? The fact that maybe you didn't know what you didn't know until you got into it, and then all of a sudden it's like, wow, I, don't, I didn't know that this was going to take longer. I didn't know how to do this piece, and I didn't realize it would take me more than a day to get that done. So, yes, that can definitely take us and derail us off from what our goal and our path is. So I, we've had a bunch of folks fall into the call here, who, so let me just sort of catch you guys up on what we're talking about. So we're talking today about... What, what has caused us maybe not to reach a goal in the past? You know, we all get excited, we set our goal, we get a plan in place, and then we don't make it happen. So maybe what's interfered with it happening for you? And then the second piece of that is um, we're going to talk about how to actually make our goals happen. What do we have to do to make the goal happen? So right now we're just sort of sharing what some of the things are that have held us back. And so um, anybody else like to share? Anybody else want to add something to that? Jennifer, I just have a quick comment that that came to me right now. Um, mm -hmm. You know, when you when you were framing out the call about um, you know uh, when we have jobs and 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 things that we places that we, we have to report to, it really is we're reporting to a place for the most part where we're supporting someone else's vision and goal, mm -hmm. right? right? And I think one of the criterias here is and I'll, I'll speak for myself, in my mind, I do, I've had my own business for a long time, and I know what I have to do to make that successful, but I think it's so important that we get in touch, you know, all, all boils down to the vision, because, you know, when companies are building and growing, just like what Roger's doing, he has a vision, 
So the business is growing. Mm -hmm. Same when we go to a job and we have a boss, they have a vision, and that's what we're working towards, right? So I think one of the interferences is really not getting clear on our vision and our goals, you know, for what we want for our future. I would agree with you. And, and you know, what you, how you started off this piece of the conversation, when you work in a job, you are working for somebody else's goals, whether you work for a real estate agency or you work in um, manufacturing or you work for Sears or, you know, all there's, everywhere there's somebody has a big picture vision and goal and they're going in a direction and you typically are working to support their goals. When we own our Shackley business, it's up to us to come up with what our goals are and what we want to create. But I think the power here, when you listen to network marketing stories, and if you're not listening to stories on a daily basis, I'm just going to really say another plug here for doing that. Shackley has loads of stories, and there's going to be a 100 new assets that will be available at the global conference. So just know that there will be 100 new stories that you can share, and they're, refer- they're they, I shouldn't say they're all new. Um, Shackley's updating several of them. But I do know that video crews were out that there are a number of new stories that you're going to be able to utilize and really help to power your Shackley business from a story perspective. But we have to keep that story alive for ourselves. We have to keep the opportunity alive. I remember when I first got started in the business, I was listening to audio cassettes because that's what we had back in the day. I was listening to audio cassettes on Amway stories. Shackley had stories. I listened to all the Shackley master coordinators, what their stories were. I listened to Amway stories. I listened to, um, there was another network marketing company called Team out there, and I was listening to their stories. And we've got somebody who's talking in the background, so I'm going to just mute. There we go. I think I found, I think that's who it was. So hopefully that'll, if you had background noise or you're talking in the background, just don't hesitate to mute yourself. Thanks. Um, But we have to keep the vision in our head because I would listen to a story of somebody who had, financial independence and time independence and maybe they shared, took their kids around the world and showed their kids a, a different lifestyle. Maybe they paid for their kids' college. There were so many different stories and options and so what it did was it helped me expand what I thought was possible. And if you're not listening to stories on a daily basis, you're probably not expanding your vision because sometimes you just start and you just start building because you like the products and you want to help people get healthier. Okay, well, that's a a piece of a vision, but that's not a big-picture vision that's going to drive your business forward. So what are you creating? You know, Roger's put out there that he wants us to be in 10 million homes. And so and you'll hear more details about that vision and and what that all means at at our global conference. But how many homes do you want your organization to touch? How many lives do you want your team to be a part of changing their lives? So it is about getting that vision down. And once we have our vision – then we can create the goals to get us there. And so what we're really talking about today is all of that goal setting that we do. So my assumption here is that we all have a vision. If you don't have a vision, then we maybe need to go back to the drawing board to work on that vision. But my assumption here is that we have a vision, we have a goal, and that we have an action plan that we're putting in place. It's just that we're not making that action plan come to fruition. We're not getting all of the pieces of the action plan to actually work for us, so we're not capturing what our vision is so if we step back here so and we if anybody else wants to share why you feel that you're can i um, can i add something jen i'm sorry to cut you off there Um, i was when you're saying all that something this is Teresa. something that's crossing my mind is yes creating the vision what happens or has happened for me in the past with my business 
is becoming conscious or unconscious with that goal or that vision. And and all the pieces that you're saying are the things that I drew, do to try to keep it conscious. And I th- and what I mean by that is suddenly when you you did a call the other week about, you know, it's the 6-month mark, right? We can have mm-hmm. a tendency to go, "What? It's 6 months? Really? We only have 6 months left? Where am I?" And so if I was in an unconscious behavior with my goals, I would not hear that call even though you said it or I listened to it. It wouldn't hit my mind, right? And I wouldn't check to see where I was at in relation to the year. And then we get to the end of the year, and I've done this many years, and and we've been on phone calls before, where I'm upset because I unconsciously let my business run me. And then, therefore, I didn't work towards those goals. They disappear. And so all the things you're talking about, you know, looking at it, you know, doing the affirmations, making sure we're clear on what we want, but then we have to look at it and we have to really work at it because I think the subconscious works to just make it disappear. And then I don't, you know, I've done it years where I don't look at it and I don't work towards it. I'm just just going along. And so does that make sense? It does, and, and and that's a piece of actually, so when we move into this part of the call where we're going to talk about how to really make our goals a reality, um, I took a training class this weekend, um, and, and I'm just going to encourage you guys to keep putting yourselves in personal development situations because it is just so powerful. So I was taking this training this weekend, and the whole conversation was about goal setting and really making your goals a reality by staying focused. And so that one word, and you know, I'm a focused person. I I did ballet. I love the Bikram yoga. You you are very focused in those settings for that chunk of time. And in this teaching, what they were talking about was how it's so easy not to stay focused, that we get distracted all day, every day, and we get distracted by things that are, quote, unquote, good things to do. So if your goal, for example, is to be an executive coordinator by year end, and I'm just going to throw that one out there. I don't know where everybody's businesses are, but let's just say your goal is to be an executive coordinator by year end. And you've got a plan in place for how you're going to be reaching out and you're going to be bringing new people into the funnel, that you're going to be bringing your 10 people a month so you have enough people to sift and sort through and find your, your qualified distributors and find your people that are going to run for director and beyond. And you've also got this 20,000 in organizational volume that has to happen. So you've got a lot of, you know, pieces and pies that are running around out there. But if you look at your business goal, how do you stay focused to the activities that move that forward? So you might say, well, gosh, I've got to spend this week doing my, um, I don't know, your newsletter. Okay, well, is your newsletter developing the directors and is your newsletter getting you the increase in volume? And you might say, yes, it actually is going to increase my volume. Great. Do you need to spend all week to create it? Can you use something that would be good enough so that you can spend the bulk of your time doing the income-producing activities that are most directly related to your goal? And, you know, I say the focused part, and, and I, you know, people say all sorts of different things to me in, in coaching calls. They'll be like, well, you know, I, I'm staying focused on my goal. Like, yeah, I'm doing the goal, and I'm going to go learn Facebook right now. Great. Okay, Facebook is important that you want to be able to, you know, do some stuff on Facebook. But Facebook really is not going to drive the volume and the increase in business that you're looking for. Now, is Facebook an important part? Yes, because we have to learn social media. But if we spend all week working on figuring out Facebook, that is not going to drive our volume the way we need to drive it, and it's not going to develop directors in the way we need to develop directors. So maybe we should be doing Facebook 
studying, training, learning in the off hours at 9 o'clock at night instead of watching a TV show or 8 o'clock at night instead of watching a TV show. I, you know, so I think it's just important that we step back. So in this class, I'll, I'll just say one last thing here about the class and about the tool here to, to tell you how to do this, and then we can talk about it. So on this class, they were talking about taking out a piece of paper and having three goals that are three goals that are lined up to move you forward for what you want for this year. Now, some of that can be personal. And so this gentleman that was running the course, he said one of the things that he's really working on is his marriage. So that's one of the, the, the buckets for him. That's one of his goals is to work on his marriage. And so he had a business goal. He had a you know, personal goal and the marriage goal. So you might have some personal things in there. You want one bucket that is your business goal or a couple of buckets that are your business goal, and then every activity. So when you sit down on Sunday night to plan out your week, every activity that you're doing has to line up with that goal. So you can't just wake up on Monday morning and hope you're going to know what to do. You can't just wake up on Tuesday and just kind of run through the day and answer the phone and go to the emails. You have to actively plan and you have to set aside activities that are going to drive you to your goal and stay focused to it. So I'm going to stop here for a second. I know I just talked a lot. What are some thoughts around this? What's popping up in your head around this topic? I'm going to unmute everybody. I know I had some folks muted for noise background. So what are your thoughts about staying focused? Jennifer, it's Lorene. Um, I think one of the things, too, and I'll speak for the people that or, or, or for myself that are not actively building Shackley full-time. I mean, I, I do, that's my goal to be building Shackley full-time, but in negotiating um, the daily activities between, you know, let's, in my case, two businesses, mm-hmm. uh, I love what you said, like you can't just wake up and say, oh, let's, you know, not know what you're doing. That's that's so important, and I I, I think it just continually boils down to taking the activities that we would do in a normal business or a job and just transfer it over here. Um, You know, one of the things I learned at a Tony Robbins conference was he said, take an area of your life that you're really good at and then emulate those behaviors you know, let's say in in our case now in our Shackley business. And I really related to that. And um, because, you know, without, without these skill sets getting honed in, like no, no one's going to make a hundred grand in anything they do unless these things are put into place. Right. Well, and and something that you just said that triggered something for me, so I'm going to say it and then other folks can talk here as well. You know, in a corporate job, if somebody said to you in a corporate job, okay, to, to build your Shackley business, if, if Shackley was a corporate job and you had a boss and they said you have to sponsor 10 people a month, you would have to sponsor 10 people a month. And yet I don't understand. We say that over and over and over again, ad nauseum, that if you bring in 10 people a month, you'll have growth in your business. And ad nauseum, most people don't do it. Truly, most people do not bring 10 people into their business every single month. And we all know that that is a key marker for growth. That is the the one thing that you you can't get away from. And if we all just did that, if we all just focused on that one activity, we would all have growth. But yet we don't do it. So there's something that stops us. Yes. It's Claire. How are you? Awesome. How are you doing? So Good. Um, 
something that strikes me um, is with any goal or creative adventure or anything that we do, we're, we have an idea that's absolutely perfect and crystal clear and, you know, beautiful and shiny. Um, but we have to go from that idea to the actualization, which is what do we do first, second, third, the map of, of things. And then we have to get into the messy reality of we could have a map and a, and a plan, but, you know, things come up and then we hit resistance, right? So it's like, you know, the reality can, you know, kind of knock the wind out of us. So I think that's, for me, one of the biggest issues. And I know it time and time and time. So it's something I've experienced through my life, you know, and anything you want, you have to put out there. And then the battle or the messiness, you know, what what I recently heard somebody say, which I loved, is um, to really um, give that middle ground, the partway part of the process, you know, not the beginning where it sounds wonderful and not the end when you hit the success, but that middle part, just to give it this respect and um, appreciation because we're privileged to be able to do it. So what I'm trying to do is switch from the resist, like when I feel resistance to doing something I know will help get to the goal. Like if I'm, you know, I've been in the office world for so long, you have to show up, you know, and you're sitting there in a, an environment with lots of people that you're responsible to employees, Mm -hmm. clients, you know, bosses. And so if I, like me, I get uh, motivated when I know I've got responsibility to someone else. Right. So when you're Mm -hmm. building your own business, that that's not there. So it's like, that resistance, I think, is probably something that, you know, how to focus on that and how to, you know, um, realize that you need focus, but realize that there's going to be resistance to all of us in life. So how do we recognize that and put a few tools, which I'd always appreciate hearing from you or others, in when we feel that and go, okay, it's here to tell me something and I'm privileged to be able to do this, like to create something. So if you can help on that note, which I think is sort of helps get the focus, at least for me. Well, and, and, and to me, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like some of that resistance is distraction. And distraction well, or distraction and allows the resistance, right? Right. Right. And for me, and that's just me personally, I have that happen when I'm not laser focused on my goals. Because when I'm laser-focused on my goal, I have no – nothing's going to interfere. It's like I've put blinders on, and I am just focused on getting to where I'm going. But that's about having a goal that's in front of you that you can reach. So if I said to you right now, okay, I want to be a presidential master tomorrow, well, I don't have that in place right now. So that's not going to happen tomorrow. So I can be as laser-focused on it as I want, and it's not going to happen tomorrow. But – that's the direction I'm going in. So I need little incremental things in front of me that I actually can reach that do seem attainable, but push and that I can wrap my head around. So I get excited about it and I can do the focus activities. So that's just my thoughts on that. How about somebody else who else would like to share sort of when you get that resistance and you know, what, what are some of the tools that you use to help yourself work through that? Excuse me. I was going to say regarding distractions, which I think is really a, a, a big piece of that. And what you're saying about, 
being clear on where you're working helps me with the resistance because I noticed the other day I'm into personal development. I do a lot of it. Well, we, we get on email lists, and there's a ton of different things that come in that are distractions that have you go listen to this program or, or try this, right, to, to get you excited or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wait a minute, if my goal is to build directors, the only thing I should be listening to are things that talk about prospecting and, and how to get in conversations that are going to turn into business. And and I don't need to be doing any type of personal development that isn't related to that because that's what I said I'm working on right now. So I think when it gets very clear, when you're when you're clear on that, where you're going, then you can cut those distractions out easier. And so to me it cuts the resistance because I was spending too much time on other things that aren't going to be building. You know what I mean? Like, yes, building volume is not what my goal is right now. My goal is directors. So and whatever your goal is, I think once you have that very clear, then you can get out of those distraction loops. And they're hidden in very tiny things that you don't even see that, you know, next thing you know, there's four hours that was spent on a non-income producing activity. I don't know if that helps at all. I actually think that that's pretty powerful and that and it shows just like the laser focus because you could be doing lots of personal development. I have people say to me all the time, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm doing personal development. I'm, I'm reading about big goals or I'm reading about this over here. And it really, like you just said, everything that you're doing personal development-wise right now should line up with exactly what you're trying to do right now, which is build directors in your case. And so then all of the activities, Teresa, just to use that one example, when you're looking at your week and you say, okay, it's Sunday night and what are all my activities for this week, how are you working with your downline to increase their volume to get them promoted to director? That has to be the question. So every day, every focused activity really has to be around your team and helping them get to the next level. And, and so it's, it's as simple as that. And then staying laser focused on that activity, which right. the focus and part I think- is part that's challenging. So sorry, I just got excited. No, go ahead. Because I think what happens is when we get uncomfortable, right, because now you're stretching whatever that goal is, this new thing you're going to learn, this new identity you're becoming, when I become uncomfortable at times, I want to revert back to whatever behaviors are easier to do. And whether that is, you know, finding new customers, right, instead of business builders or not sponsoring 10 people. So that's why it has to stay conscious because it's it's uncomfortable to learn this new skill set. So you're going to jump back to ignoring it. You're going to jump back to the easier activities. Right. And if you're not consciously watching that, <laughs> then, then you lie to yourself throughout the day or through the week and tell yourself that you're actually doing activities to build your business, but you're not. Well, and, and we can easily wrap it around our heads to say we're doing the activities to build our business because there are things that you're doing that are moving volume forward or something, but it's not moving the goal forward. So, Jay, I think you were getting ready to say something. Maybe I was wrong. I, I thought, Jay, I thought I heard your voice. Go ahead. Hi, it's Lorene. I have one thing to say, and I, I love I love what Claire brought up about this resistance piece because I think one of the pitfalls uh, in our business is when we get resistance, uh, 
it's important that we recognize, just like what you're saying, okay, what are we trying to accomplish here? In other words, um, do we have a solution around whatever the challenges or the resistance or whatever, and not get lost in that one conversation for four months? In other words, knowing that the resistance is going to be there because what we're up to is finding solutions for people, right, whether it's health, whether it's money, whether it's both. But I think, I think, you know, I'll, and I'll speak for myself, and I'm learning more and more. Obviously, the more conversations we're having, that also, that comes in with a, uh, you know, us developing more of our skill set, being more open, being open to meeting new people, positioning ourselves to be meeting new people, and not getting lost in resistance, dealing with the resistance, knowing it's that it's there, and then from there it basically becomes character building time. You know, okay, I'm going to have this conversation. I'm going to do my very best to find the solution, but I'm not going to get lost in that pool and make sure that right. we keep continuing those income-producing activities. So I think it's a really good, it's like the bookend, you know, resistance mm-hmm. and moving forward kind of thing. And I love what you just said. We can do a lot of things where, yes, it looks like we're building our business and volume is getting on the board, but are we, is that really enough to get to our goal? Right. And that's the constant analysis that has to be done on your business. So just a couple of thoughts around the resistance part if you're finding that you're having a lot of resistance and it seems to be one, one challenge, make sure you're talking to somebody about that, upline business partner, mentor, coach, somebody who has maybe been through it before and can give you some guidance. Don't hesitate to journal about it. What's really at the root of it? Are you distracting yourself from your goal because you're scared? Are you distracting yourself from you know, making that phone call because you don't know what to say? What is it? Is it a training piece? Is it a fear piece? What do we need to do to overcome it? Do we need some affirmations? Do we need a different goal board? Do we need a different goal? You know, what is it that we need to change or tweak so that we can get rid of the resistance and move through it? Um, or maybe not get rid of it, but move through it. And then don't forget the key here for reaching goals is about focus. It's about staying consistent. And so, Teresa, when you mentioned about, you know, not being top of mind or that you've been unaware that you sort of, you know, unconsciously going through, you know, day by day and not thinking about the goal, where is your goal in front of you? Is it a, do you have goal boards? Do you have a vision video? Do you have something that's popping up every single day to remind you of your goal? If you don't, get that in place and make sure that you are looking at your goal, thinking about your goal, even if it's just five minutes a day, just having that as a focal point so that you know the activities that come with that and stay focused. So I hope you guys have a fabulous Shackley Day, fabulous Shackley Week, don't forget all of the things related to the global conference for our team is going to be posted over at the Team Black and Facebook page. So if you do not have your notifications turned on, you will not know what week the party is in on Tuesday night. So make sure that you are on the Team Black and Facebook page. Everybody who's here is more than welcome to join us. And you just want to make sure you've got the notifications on so that you know where we're going on Tuesday night and Monday as well for the pool party. So have a fabulous Shackley Day and a fabulous Shackley Week. We'll talk to you next next Monday. Goodbye, everybody.